Salutations, my name is Zach Johnson, and today we are going live from the nest. Very special guest, the CEO of Hawk Media, my boss, Eric Huberman. Thank you for joining us, Eric. Yeah, thanks for putting this together. Uh, well, to that point, you know, I asked Eric if we could do something like this, and he said, yeah, well, tell me how you're going to execute and make it happen. So now we're here, live from the nest. I'm joined by Forbes 30 Under 30, the CEO of the fastest growing company in California, Hawk Media. Eric, tell me about the early stages of Hawk and how it got started. Yeah, um, you know, basically had experience in e-commerce, had a, three e-commerce companies in the past nine years, uh, one in music, two in fashion, sold both the fashion companies and, uh, you know, started advising for a bunch of different brands on how to grow like I had and kept running into a bunch of issues between hiring in-house, not being cost effective and frankly, the talent being hard to find. And then on the agency side, 98% of agencies having no idea what they're talking about. And the few that are good being either really expensive, only wanting to work with Fortune 500, some other barrier. So got sick of it, hired a small team of people, each with their own expertise, like Facebook search, web design, et cetera. Went back to these companies and said, everything's a la carte, month to month, cheaper than hiring in-house. But basically we can spin up a team that fits the needs of the company based on this like menu of services. So that's how we started, three and a half years, gone from seven to 110 and not a linear line, but a very steep line. So it's been fun. It's incredible. <laughs> Um, my favorite part about Hawk is there's no account manager, so you're not really paying for a middleman. If you need a specific service, if you need help on email marketing or Instagram, Facebook ads, any sort of acquisition on search, uh, we define exactly what we're going to do for you and you have an expert during that whole engagement. And it's month to month, which is the best part. You don't time into a long-term contract. Yeah, I mean, the idea is like, there's no reason you shouldn't be working directly with the person executing your marketing. Like that game of telephone is just dumb. And frankly, like instead of an account manager, we have what we call like an outsourced CMO, which is a high level marketer that, uh, you know, is there to drive. They're not there to just order, take and deliver a uh, report. They're there to be like, here are some other things going on. Here's what we've learned from the 500 brands we've grown over the past three and a half years. Here's the pitfalls you should avoid. And they really like help define what the marketing is, not just go, oh, you need Facebook here. Right. You know, it's there to drive. That's great. And uh, we have a pretty exciting event coming up, uh, Hawkfest. Do yeah. you mind tell us about Hawkfest? Yeah, so, you know, for years, I've just noticed, in, back when I even I had my own e-commerce companies, there isn't a good event for high-level e-commerce professionals. Like, there's new conferences for e-commerce all the time, but, you know, shop.org, IRCE, ShopTalk, uh, eTail, all these conferences are great for what they serve, but it's a lot of people just getting into it, entrepreneurs, people there to learn from the successful ones. There's no conference for the guys that are already successful that aren't looking to learn, they're looking, or they're looking to learn, excuse me, but they don't need to like watch someone else speak on stage, they're past that point. They need to sit down and have a discussion. The example I like to give is like, Mike Dubin from Dollar Shave Club and Brian Lee from Honest Company are both about the same size, you know, post $200 million a year businesses, but they both have issues that they're trying to solve and I guarantee they're different issues. So they can help each other in different ways and they're non-competitive, so why not? So the idea was get 200 people of that caliber in a room and lead discussions, activities, workshops to help them go from somewhere between five and a few hundred million to billions. Like how do we get that next step? And so that's what we put together is like a day of thought leadership and peer. So on October 5th, go to hawkfest.com if you'd like to learn more. We'll be hosting downtown, correct? Uh, it's, yeah, mid-city. Amazing. Uh, so, you know, a lot of the times I'm talking to entrepreneurs and companies that are trying to identify how to acquire a customer. Can you explain best practice of how to go out and find who's a likely candidate of your product service? Sure. So, before you ever do that, you need to cover a few things. One, actually develop a good product. Like, it sounds simple, but it's amazing, you know, from our purview, how many people don't even believe in their own product, but they're like, people are going to buy it. It's like, that's not how this works. People are smarter than that. And so... 
being, you know, developing a really quality product because at the end of the day, word of mouth is what's going to drive any business. And like what we do just, you know, basically elevates that word of mouth, but you still need that to be successful. So starting there and then building a really good net before you drive traffic in, meaning a good website that really demonstrates the value of the product very well and very simply and very straightforward because you've got a few seconds. Um, and then an email capture so that you can retarget those people and educate them over time in more detail through email, retargeting setup, all these things so that when you do drive traffic, you can follow up with these people because there's a huge misconception that when you drive traffic, people are just going to buy. And just yeah, you can even put yourself in that. Like, when's the last time you bought, went, clicked an ad on the internet and then just like, yep, buying it? It happens very rarely, but it, exactly that, it happens very rarely. Um, so it's really about re-education. And then from there, uh, the two main options right now which drive the best ROI are search and Facebook. Facebook beating search, in all honesty, for most concepts. The difference is on search, you're answering existing demand. On Facebook, you're creating new demand. So what you need to decide is with your company, are people actively seeking out exactly what you're offering? That doesn't mean like if you have a t-shirt brand, when someone's searching for t-shirt, the chances of them wanting your t-shirt versus Hanes or some Calvin Klein, some very standard t-shirt is slim to none. So like understanding like when I say they're looking for what you have, like you're solving a problem that no one else is solving. You're something very unique. Like that's when search can work. Even with us, like being digital marketing agency, like if someone is searching for digital marketing help, we want to be there. That makes sense. doesn't make sense if you're a sneaker company and someone's searching sneakers. So in that case, Facebook is much better because if timing is not a, a real factor, like they could buy it whenever, they kind of impulse buy your products, then Facebook you can drum up demand and target people that you know would be the right buyer for your product, hit them with a message that actually resonates with them because you do a lot of testing and hopefully you understand your product and now Facebook would be the place that you would do that. Again, search, you don't get to build the brand, you don't really get to drum up demand because you're just answering existing searches. So that makes sense when you're answering, when that's what you want. Got it. And you mentioned um, you know, the platform. Can you explain what platforms we recommend here from your website to yeah. your email? Yeah, um, you know, e-commerce, uh, one thing I'm all about is simplicity. Like, you shouldn't need a developer anymore to run an e-commerce site. So, you know, Shopify, big commerce seem to be the two most straightforward. Uh, I, yeah, I'm just not, I don't think, that, like, you're not, you shouldn't be a tech company and a fashion company at the same time unless you're actually making fashion technology. Like, if you're literally a fashion company and creating clothing, hiring a developer just, is, that doesn't make any sense. Like, you're not going to build it better than the other people have, and I, I, I hate that concept. So, yeah, it's very expensive. So sticking to, like, a big commerce or Shopify is important. On the email side, Clavio we like a lot for entry level. Bronto's been good. There's a few that are great. Even MailChimp can be decent at times, but I know from the smaller businesses, Clavio has been a real winner for us. Um, yeah, I mean, and, you know, frankly, on the advertising side, going straight into platform has worked better than using any of these optimization tools so far. So. But yeah, there's tons of different platforms we use. What advice would you give uh, to somebody looking to start a company tomorrow? Where do they begin? What's the first step? Yeah, so it begins with, you know, building a good product or service. Like there are so many people that just jump into like providing a service that they don't even know what they're doing. I saw over the weekend someone I know uh, that has a big following on Instagram decide that they're now starting a marketing agency. And this is not, this happens every week, every week. You know, like it's constant and it's not, they don't know anything about marketing they know they built a following because of the pictures they took and people were interested but they really don't and so now they're going to go sell this service they're going to burn a bunch of other people's money they're not going to show them an roi and they're going to probably burn a lot of bridges and reputation too like it's a very short-sighted thing to do because if you really want to be successful in life it's a small world when you start being successful and people will know that you ripped a bunch of people off so like you got you have to do so on the service side be very know that you know what you're talking about 
on the product side, build a good product, because again, you can burn a lot of bridges trying to push a bad product. Makes sense. And that kind of brings up the next point of influencer marketing. Can you explain the importance of kind of education around yeah. working with influencers? Yeah, so it's it basically is that third-party validation because every service, every product, it's like, yeah, we get it. You think you're awesome. Like it's like when you're marketing, it's like we're the you know, we're the best marketing agency in the world. It's like that's that's nice. Who else thinks so? And so testimonials, influencers, et cetera, are really important. The thing is testimonials, when I don't know who they are. Doesn't mean anything. Like your mom and your, you know, brother could have written those. Like, what does that, what does that mean? But if I see like real influencers, people that are actually influential, talking about how great you are, then they have something to lose with their own reputation. That I don't, uh, you know, usually there's a little bit more trust there. Right. Amazing. And how do you go about kind of recruiting and finding these? Would you just hire Hawk Media to do that? Is oh, that we we do. I mean, it's a very time-consuming thing. So frankly, like that's where we are helpful. Is like we'll get that bandwidth off your plate and like actually handle it for you. But either way, like it's reaching out directly and grinding it out. Like if you try to go into these like platforms and things a lot of the time, they're such saturated influencers, they don't actually have any influence anymore. So like you really have to be scrappy about it. And so you can do it yourself, frankly. It's just how much is your time worth. Right. I also think if you're reaching out from your domain, um, you know, they're gonna attempt to take advantage of you in terms of charging you more money. Yeah. But when it's coming from a Hawk Media email address, we've been doing this every day. So we understand best practices and how to negotiate. So well, we also can convince them to work for cheaper because we have 180 active brands we work with. It's like, hey, be reasonable and we'll bring you more business. So there, there are a lot of negotiating things we can do that can make it better. For sure. Well, if you need any help on your overall marketing strategy, your email marketing efforts, you know, what platform to be built on, how to reach out to influencers, uh, want to learn more about HawkFest, please feel free to reach out. We offer free consultations here at Hawk Media. You just go to hawkmedia.com. Uh, you can also email Eric directly or myself. We will be sure to include our email addresses at the bottom right here. Uh, but Eric, thank you so much for doing this. I just, I think this is a testament to the culture that you've built. If you have a good idea or you have a concept that you want to go after, sure, show me how you're going to do it. Tell me how you're going to execute. You've done That's well. That's why we're here. I'm, got good I'm, cameras kiss, everywhere. I'm kissing his ass just a little bit. He is my boss. but <laughs> Join us next week as we'll be interviewing the CMO from Soleil Bicycles. Um, and this caps our first episode of Live from the Nest. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Eric. Thank you.